Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Soft Thoughts, a podcast about anything, everything, and whatever's in between that. I am your girl, Danielle with two L. See, I took a breath there. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> uh, like I promised y'all since last week, today is the day that we sit here and listen to our special episode. So I'm very, very excited to have um, this guest with me on this particular uh, topic that I wanted to speak on. And I'm glad I, I, I invited the person on here because we got some good things coming up for y'all to listen to to maybe um, get y'all to think about things. And that's that's what I want y'all to do. Just think and change and adapt and learn. So that's that's what we're going to do. Hopefully y'all have had a great two days so far of the week. <laughs> Currently, I'm dealing with hurricane stuff, but it's okay. I'm going to be all right. I ain't going to be out there going nowhere except to work because, um, you know, I can't swim anyway. So I definitely got to gotta stay away from the hurricane stuff. But we're, we're, we're going to... Uh, Stop snapping, first of all, and <laughs> we're going to be okay. And uh, let's just go ahead and get into this episode. Hey, y'all. So, like I said, we got a special episode. Lord, I'm already messing up. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I'm messing up already. Ah, we got a special episode for y'all. Um we're here to talk about trust issues and all the stuff we think about it. And I have my very special guest, my sister. Hi. Yo, big little sister. Hi. <laughs> big little sister will be true. <laughs> so I mean, that's the only thing I'm willing to admit is that I'm the big sister, but in, 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 in body stature, it's vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. I look at this and be like, uh, are you you the oldest? No. No, um, no, 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 no. No. Not all, all of that no. I am. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay. I mean, I thought she just no. No, no. <laughs> well, I've been bugging you about getting jumping on one of your episodes again. So thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. Yeah. And I figured this would be a good topic to get you on. Cause man, well, it's a real topic. So I might have different views than you might. So we'll we'll see how this goes. <laughs> yay, yay. Okay. So I guess we already all right, I sent some questions to her. So we're just gonna sit here and answer these questions and talk about things. So uh what do you think makes someone have trust issues with someone? Or um, it's usually, you know, um, certain events that occur in, uh, you know, someone's life, uh, but it's usually, you know, events or things that have occurred that affect how somebody, uh, well, you know, I take that back because, you know, some people actually have an obvious reason not to trust somebody, but some choose to, you know, not necessarily, I guess, I guess it is trying to still continue to trust that person, um, even in, you know, whether it's a relationship or like, you know, 
family or, or whatnot, you know, usually it's a, a reason why we, it's trying to navigate to get to that trust point. Yeah. All the, you know, there's a yield sign, there's a stop sign, there's a red light, there's, there's all these signs, <laughs> you know, that say, no, this person is not worthy of your trust mm-hmm. or this person um, is un- cannot be trusted. Like, that's just what it is. But, um, you know, I think personally for me, it was always uh, things that ha- that happened, you know, uh, a certain situation or, um, yeah, basically. Yeah, I, I think I would say the same for myself. I'm realizing it more um, the older I get that I'm like, yeah, these, these trust issues are stemming from somewhere. And maybe it was more so the event taking place than the person themselves. I mean, as simple as, um, you know, a promise, you know, for something to happen. Yeah. But, you know, I've learned to navigate and, and, and navigate my, my mental thoughts. But as a child, you know, it would be like, Man, what you said, you know? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's, I mean, as a, as a child, as an adolescent, you know, that's a very innocent thing. You know, I'm going through that with my children. You know, <laughs> you know, as a parent. And it really makes me go into, like, gridlock because I'm raising a, you know, dirt sheet. My daughter's 10. And my sons are eight and, you know, soon to be six. Well, soon to be eight, soon to be six. I'm already, like, there. See, <laughs> there I know. Just, uh, how old are you again? <laughs> I raised seven and a half. Colin, he will be six in November. Right yeah. around the corner. So it's now, you know, I'm catching them in lying, mm-hmm. storytelling. And honestly, I think, that's something that's human nature. Like I'm beginning to to realize that I think it's just human of us to be scared to tell the truth and, and things of that nature. But it's us as parents to navigate them to understand that's not what you want to do. Right. And for me, I have because I know what it's like to be told um, something, promised something, and be let down disappointed mm-hmm. and i don't realize that i have that wooden or excuse me um you know that tablet made out of concrete <laughs> and i'm not creating things yeah uh but i realize like the older you get the more obviously the more serious things get but you know it does start back from that i promise i'm gonna pick you up Mm. And then I remember those. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Or I promise I'm gonna call you on your birthday, but you, you know, call on your yeah. birthday, you know, All right? So, but it does lay the foundation, unfortunately. <laughs> it, I, I, it starts there, and then you don't realize, like, okay, those are your examples of letdown, or right. you know built becoming to where you do not trust anybody because that's 
it, it'll start from one of those situations, you know, or um, events. Yeah, and I, I think I would say, like, I've had those moments myself, and I realized not only did I, like, start hardening myself up from trusting people, but I will also do things to make sure that somebody can trust me. So I'll end up, like, if I say I'm making a promise to someone, I'm going to keep the promise, even if it does end up, like, burning me out. Like, I'm not going to have you mistrust okay. me, you know? You know. <laughs> uh, I I'm I'm very much now I don't bend unless I see you willing to bend. You don't have to be bending, you just have to be going into position of build bending for me to even even think about bending. Yeah. I've literally had friendships end, I've had relationships end because of trust, because that that sacred, yeah. you know. Uh, like I thought you were gonna be there for me. Social mm-hmm. contract broken, right? You know? And that's something that now in my thirties, I just you know I don't I don't tolerate it, especially from friends. You know, relationships. You know, I be trying to compromise because I believe in it, but I only do that so much either too. Same. But <laughs> with friendships, I don't have to, I don't have time. Like I just don't. I'm like at this point. That's long and blunt, you know, long gone and done because I have kids and, you know, got too much going on to be Mm -hmm. trying to chase, you know, improve Mm -hmm. friendship, loyalty, all that stuff. Nah. (laughs) But but I do realize that now, you know, a lot of my trust issues do, like, when it comes to being in a relationship, that, that stems to my daddy issues, which I'm willing to admit, you know. Same here. Uh, <laughs> Same here. And a little bit of uh, an interesting uh, situation, you know, with having a biological, you know, dad not be there, but having a stepfather that was there, but having a stepfather that was tough mm-hmm. on me and having to really just navigate through but why my upbringing had to be the way it was, you know, why. And I know mine was, uh, oh, my bad. Good, good. (laughs) And it's, it's a lot, you you know, the situation is a lot more trickier than what I, you know, will say, but it, I, I, throughout my twenties, I didn't think that that had anything to do with it. Oh, yes, it does. It does. Because your your fathers are the first men in your life. They're the ones that are going to either set the example of what you end up attracting or very much what you don't want. Right. You, end up, you end up getting. And that's exactly what, what happened. But I, I, I always didn't put on it. I never really was like, you don't, you don't got no daddy issues. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Now I mean, I'm willing to admit, but in 21, I'd have been like, girl, I don't know about it. What that got to do with anything? Oh, no, right. A lot to do with a lot of things. Right. I thought you the know? same thing. I really did. Like <laughs> you know, and then when I started assessing the type of men that I was attracted, I was like, oh my god, dad like this. Mm-hmm. Dad, like- yeah. Oh, you know, right. and then you wonder the very thing that I don't like in my fathers. Why am I attracting those same type of characteristics in men? Right. And then. Uh, I think 
would I say, I mean, I, I will say this, you know, I, I do, I trust our dad, the man that raised me, dad, mm-hmm. but I, my trust with him is, is, is changed from, from probably what would have been like three years ago, four years ago. Yeah. It has, it has changed. And that saddens me, you know, I don't like that because I'm getting older and it shouldn't be that way. And trust me, like all the stuff that, you know, me, even me and him having a daughter, father relationship, what we have gone through. And there have been plenty of times where that trust should have just been done, done and not <laughs> ever again. Like if the fact that I was able to still try to go past that and to forgive him that's where i know like where i use a situation where i said earlier like where, where you try to still try to trust that person even though all the things that say yeah, that don't they, trust right <laughs> there you're still trying yeah and so i could say with with him yeah i i definitely played that card because that is the man that raised me mm-hmm. you know i'm mm-hmm. not the person that i am as far as you know, achieving certain things, doing certain things if it wasn't for his influence. Right. There. But it it has changed, you know, and it's like, dang it, but <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now I know my my relationship with dad is, is a little bit different because I'm like he but mostly mostly been in my life physically. But I was lacking the emotional part. So I was growing up having to not feel like I could rely on him for things. And so that kind of shaped my trust issues into a different fear or sphere. I mean, to where, you know, I'm not willing to let people see the vulnerable vulnerable side of me. And so, you know, yeah. And so, like, you know, it's taken a long time, a very long time to even, like, talk to him about that and, like, actually see what we can do to fix it. My trust with him has been, uh, it's still, I guess you could say it's in progress of getting better. But, you know, I ain't going to admit that it's all 100%. Like, it's not. (laughs) No, but you also... Can't do all the stepping either. That is know, true. He's, he's gotta at least see yeah. if he's trying to step in the right direction to change things, and he's gotta at least acknowledge that and want to try to meet you halfway, or at least yeah. be going in the same direction. And uh, that's also happened with with people in my life too, like relationships and friendships. I'm like always having to be the person stepping forward and trusting, but then. They want me to trust them, but they don't do the work either. And I end up, you know, getting even more protective for myself because I'm like, okay, you can't, I can't trust you either. You're close to me. Nope. I'm pulling right. back. You know, I don't like doing that though. I really don't. Yeah. Um, like I said, you know, it's always everything is Gucci until it's, it's gone. That is true. And I, not, not there. All right. Yeah, true. Let's see. What other questions you got? Um. 
I think we kind of answered that second question as is. <laughs> so what are some signs that you uh, consider to be good for being able to trust someone? Like if you're developing friendships or you're developing a relationship with someone, what are some of the things that you would say, okay, yeah, I can, I can trust this person. When they, you know, not just keeping their word on things, but when, you know, when I, I think for me, when I don't feel like I'm doing a whole bunch to prove, I think it's just even communication and even Stevens down, down between everything. Yeah. Like, even with my friendships, it's like, look. I ain't going to your house every day. Um, I got three kids. I ain't, you know, most of my friends that will, most of the people that I consider even in the friend zone, they don't even live, you know, near me. They are an hour away. They're definitely not in the vicinity. So it's like, look, I ain't going to be at your house every day. But there's a thing <laughs> called the phone and right. all the different things that we could do to chat and talk. Let's kick it. Let's, you know, I, if you need me to talk, I'm here. Right. I've always been a friend to try to give that shoulder when needed. Um, I used to be the one to, you know, do tangible things to prove my how much I care and stuff like that. Stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's your birthday, you ain't getting nothing else. Or exactly. if you got kids and you need clothes, then yeah, you know, I I got you there, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But you know, it, it just to me like I have buddies where I have you know invited to my kids' birthday parties. They come. I'm going to theirs. It's become ritual. Um, it's become a natural. Uh, you know, let's go to the movies, you know, I got, let's go eat, I, you know, like, when I feel like it's not just me working towards it, yeah. and, it's, it and even though it's, like I said, my life is different now, it's not like back when I was 20 in college where, you know, I would do things, but then see my friends do nowhere near what I would, would I'm willing to do, Yeah, you know, I know they can do it. That's, that's where I'm at. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, or when I joined the army and I had to navigate through different types of friendships there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what I think that was really when I learned, you know, learn to be by yourself, learn to love being by yourself because I really had a, you know, a friendship in that was like to the point where I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to lose rank, Sergeant. I'm gonna knock her head off. <laughs>
protect I, I really ration myself out. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. I don't just so. give all of myself so quickly like I used to when I was younger. Now I'm really I ration it out to the point where probably I have more friends check up on me and they be like, just check it on you. I was like, yeah. Because I used to be the one to Always. just Hey, how you well, doing? Like, I, I hey, friends, how's it like, going? We've been friends now for a long time. Probably like eight, going on eight years. And she's so giving of herself that it kills me. And I have seen people use this woman. You, you know, she gives, gives, gives. They take, take, take. And then they something happens, an event happens, something happens. And it's mm-hmm. almost as if they forgot all the crap that she yeah. had done for them. Then I just left the window. I feel like I got red real quick. No, not talk for like a while. <laughs> and then they worked their way right back to, and I was like, Dana, it's no pickup where you left off. Like where you left off was you was about to get your foot in. Exactly. My, in your mouth, my mm-hmm. foot in your mouth. That's where we left off. We got some things to talk about before you even, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I watch her and I'm just like, no. But actually, this what she, she she's gone through a lot of stuff the last couple months. And I have really just finally stopped holding back of telling her things. And I was like, look, I ain't got the best track record, but I do know I don't deal with boo no more. I don't got a bunch of crap happening around me dealing with other folk because this, because I ration myself out. I even ration myself out to you. You don't need it up. I I figured (laughs) that. I feel like (laughs) I'm not overloading myself and overexerting myself to where when I really am overexerted, I'm not looking back at that person and saying, damn, when you going to catch up? (laughs) Stop doing that. So, excuse my language, but I just ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just stopped doing that. I, I'm at that point. Ever since I've come up with that concept, that is just, even though it's probably eliminating me from really being, I mean, I just ain't got time to be social more. I mean, that's just what it is. There's no answer for much about that, but at least I know the friendships that I have, they have not had no chaotic
over the years, I've just learned to just be like, look, <laughs> this is one of my problems was I was giving too much of myself to people and they have not earned nowhere near what I was giving. Yeah, that's that's what I'm learning right now. And I know you know at this point because, boy, the many I friends. <laughs> the many friends. Because once I realized, like, it's not to be an, an ass. It's not to be rude. It's not to be, you know, stingy or uptight or be like, you know, she, you know, she. she no. Mm -hmm. If you don't do what you, what, I mean, even all the way back to high school. Even though I had no social life, still, I would watch the way people would do things. And I'd be like, eh. and then, you know, obviously, you know, my best friend growing up. Yeah. You know, how that fallout happened. You know, it was because I was tired of, you know, overexerting myself. And then your ass ain't happy. Or mm -hmm. you ain't appreciative of what is what I've done and right. what I have done for our friendship. It's so almost, that was really yeah. like example number one, that had a situation I worked before I joined the army with my best friend. Long story short, I was like, got to cut you off, bruh. We've been friends since we were nine, but you know what? 19, cutting y'all. Mm -hmm. like, so it just, you know, and I didn't realize that I would have to continue to learn that you can't give so much of yourself. You have to look at what the person is doing too. Right. And, you, and even when you are, you know, even with my, you know, our parents, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. for, I, I would say, like, for a long time, <laughs> like, I trust them with my life. So do I. But it was learning to switch from the you raising me relationship to, I'm your daughter. Yeah, I'm an adult. I'm an I adult. can do stuff like, that I want to do. Once that started to shift to what it shifted, and it really shifted when I left. It shifted when I moved out of the house for good. It's still shifting and, for me. And, <laughs> but you're, you're, you're the youngest. Like, you, you, don't, you, you don't have to, you don't understand. Like, I don't even know if that's going to let up. I, I don't, like, I highly doubt it will. We'll probably still be talking about this. It probably will. I'll be in my 30s. Like, I just, I just think like, you're 25 and they still do what they do. I just think like that is just that is just what comes with being the baby. I guess so. And I have a baby, Colin, mm -hmm. my boo, -boo my boo. Mm -hmm. And I know like even with him, I he's not a bad kid, but I Kari and Colin can do the same thing. I'm gonna give Colin a little bit of leeway. Oh, I'm gonna just be a little certain way with Colin that I ain't gonna be with my, my older two. And I don't know why it is. I be saying that like, why do I be that way? Should be tough on all of them. But I realize the personalities are different. Yeah. And so our personalities are different. Me to you, mm -hmm. we different. The whole you know, I have a mouth. I cuss people out. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll consider before cussing yeah, someone. You want cussing at four? You ain't cussing grown man out there <laughs> sit down at age four. I've done that. That is on my list. No. I've done it. So mm -hmm. I. That's why I was like, we're different. Like, we're yeah. I was like, mine's we waited are, till I was like in my twenties before I started doing we that. Are, we are different, <laughs> but it is still you got to let them earn themselves up. No, I mean, you really felt like they didn't trust you for a long time. 
Yeah. I probably still feel that way in certain things. But I do. Learning to, you know, let go of the rope a little bit. Not a little bit, a lot. A lot. But it was more so I had to keep telling you, do what you want to do so they don't stop you from doing it because if you show them that you're doing it and you're going in the direction, you have somewhat of a plan, they can't tell you no because you're you're manifesting what you want. So thank y'all for tuning in to part one of our series of trust issues. We will continue um, with parts two and three in the next two weeks. Um, hopefully y'all enjoyed listening to everything. And like I said, want y'all to learn, want y'all to listen, adapt, and everything like that. So uh, we shall come back with everything next week. And until then, I enjoyed you as you enjoyed me as we enjoyed each other. And I will catch y'all on the flip side.